Hey guys, this is Bitches Don't Brunch. I'm Liz. And I'm Montana. So, before we start and dive into our topic today, tell us about your trip. My trip? Yeah, girl. I I didn't see you last week. I know. I went on a week-long road. Week-longs. Wow. This is what happens when we film late at night. A week-long road trip. So, I flew into New Orleans, and I spent time in New Orleans, Baton Rouge, um, Jackson, Memphis, Nashville, and ended up in Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky. Which actually had a lot to do there. I was surprised. Interesting. I've never been there. I went to Berea with my ex a lot, but I didn't really explore. It was, well, it was on the way home. Yeah. And the tour guide went on a ghost tour and she was like, a lot of people pass through because they do a road trip, but they realize there's actually shit to do here Mm -hmm. and they stay. I'm like, there is a lot to do there. And it's a haunted city. It's pretty cool. Oh, maybe we should go there. You'll pick up everything. So I also, when I was in New Orleans, one of the ghost tour guides there, she said that one of the vampires there are people with hypothyroidism. Mm -hmm. And they do the shots of blood to make them feel better. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, maybe I should become a vampire there. I have hypo. Hypo sucks. And it's the only thing that makes them feel better is like a shot of blood. And they actually have people that they're their jobs to clean the blood and all that good stuff. I want to go to New Orleans and find an actual rich vampire. I did not find a rich vampire. Well, that's one of my goals. It'd be pretty great. But can we talk about your type that I... (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Please tell the audience. So I was at this breakfast place. Couldn't tell you the name of it to save my life. Something biscuit. <laughs> and I saw the guy that oh, would be God. perfect for Liz. Uh-huh. She he was her type. He had a man bun with mm. a shaved head underneath. He had a cigarette in his ear. Mm. He had a black leather jacket. He had tattoos all over his knuckles and his hands. He had a nose piercing. Yep. He was tall. That's, that's it. Like, you're tall. He was taller than you. So you could actually wear heels, and he probably would still be taller than you. Mm-hmm. That's my type. I know. And skinny, right? Oh, yeah. He was skinny. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's it. Skinny jeans. He didn't have skinny jeans, but he had skinnier <laughs> pants on, like these black pants. Like, he could be a vampire, even though he's in Louisville. Yeah. I mean, I'm very in love with the person I'm with, but gotta, you know. I know. That's why I didn't ask him for his number. <laughs> I know. It's the only reason why, because you're in a committed relationship. But I just wanted to get his picture. I was so tempted to just go over there and be like, can I have your picture? <laughs> yeah. You were like, if he appears again, it's a sign. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to ask for his picture. But so he be like, not. hey, you're my friend's type, and she's going to think you're hot. Can I just... Like, take a picture of you. And he'd be like, what does she look like? And you're like this. And he's like, bye. Now I'd be like, she's blonde. She has tattoos. Yeah, that's true. That tattoos. She talks to fairies. <clears throat> and then, again, bye. People don't, people don't get it. Well, that was. I wish you were there with me because 
We got to go on another trip together soon because Salem was so fun. Boston, mm, no. <laughs> no, we're going to go to Portland and we're going to find Bigfoot. Bigfoot! That's yes. our next trip. It's going to be Oregon. Do you think Bigfoot is an interdimensional creature? Maybe. I know. I'm kind of I'm interested. He certainly does seem to be able, or they certainly seem to be able to disappear at will. So it's it's an intriguing subject. But you also went to a place called the Murder House? Yeah, that's actually funny. Um, I took a picture of the Murder House. And this is in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I just found out that Louisville, Kentucky does have the majority of Victorian homes left that are preserved. Their homes are beautiful. Love Victorian Super homes. expensive. Like a lot of them are duplexes. And they're like half a million dollars just for literally half a house. What the fuck? It's a, it's expensive. It's the housing market, but, know, but it's also old Victorian sucks. home. But I also want to be like, hey, my house was made in 1838, which yeah. we'll probably do a tour of one day. You can mm-hmm. see my house, and uh, they're older than those Victorian houses. I'm just saying. The grim fart. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh my god, why are you so gassy, baby? Why you always got fart? So. so so yeah the murder house i took a picture of it okay took a picture Mm -hmm. and then i was looking back at my pictures and i'm like oh my god there's like this creepy face i see like in the window and i'm like oh i caught something Mm -hmm. and i went back to show liz tonight Mm -hmm. and it's not there it's like deleted yep and i was telling her i heard this happen like sometimes if the entity does not want to be known like things will just delete off your phone they'll just disappear like, I've heard that multiple times. And, like, it's crazy because the person that I went with on my road trip, like, we took the picture at the exact same time, exact same angle because mm-hmm. we were sitting down when she was, like, telling the story. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. Mine, freaking ghost, whatever it was, well, and now my picture's gone. They like us. So, possibly they wanted you to see them and then they're like, uh, yeah, you're not using this, though. I don't know. Do you think it was demonic or do you think it was a ghost? Oh, probably demonic. Yeah. I would it looks like so. a creepy, melted ghost or clown face. Ugh, yeah. That sounds demonic. Which would also explain, like, that usually happens with With, like, a twisted, creepy entities. hand. Blech, no, yeah. I hate it. Um, I hate demonic entities. They're so scary. But long story short, it's called the murder house because there was, like, a pair of it gay couple that lived there two guys and they murdered someone oh. that was in their basement for like two years what the fuck the trial was like all over the news oh my God. no one reported um this guy missing his what? mom didn't even know he was dead that's fucked because up. it i guess it was it wasn't unusual for like him to just disappear i mean that would be the target to have that's why they got away with it for two yeah. years you know and it would not work with us they also found photographs of the guy in bondage, like bondage off like leather type outfit. And what's what was funny is was the exact same time that the case was going on. Guess what show is being filmed with a man in leather? American Horror Story. No. Yeah. And they didn't feed off each other because they were both happening at, at the, the exact same, same time. time. Murder House, Those... season one, American Horror Story. And then the fact that oh. that was, that's what they call it, the murder house. Those kind of coincidences just don't strike me as coincidence it's too eerily similar yeah 
Ugh, so creepy. I just want to put it out there that if there's anyone that's, like, thinking about kidnapping Montana or I, our families would know within, like, they an would. hour. My mom would be like, look, you haven't called me, like, ten times today. Are you alive? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Same. I called my mom, like, three times because I was like, I came up with an idea for... I'm not spilling it. It's for a book that I am. She told me, though. Suck out. Yeah. Fuck you, God. Anyway, my mom would be like, hello, it's been an hour. Where are you? <laughs> So, don't try to kidnap us. Also, I have mace everywhere. <laughs> it's all over. All over the house. Jesus. Gotta have mace in case they come and get ya. I just, you know, have to share my living quarters with a bunch of other things, which is fine. They're not mean. Do, do you do you feel like anything attached to you? No. Okay. That's good. No. Good. Okay. I'm just mad my picture disappeared because now I can't, like, show people. I tell you, demonic stupid murder house. Cool, 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 cool. So, um, but I do think that we should give some shout outs. Do it because we've had some support this week. Thanks, guys. And it means so much. I I mean, really, it does. It like lights up my whole day. I know. Just like seeing like so and so supported you. Like, it's amazing. Uh, but the person, one of the people are anonymous. Thanks, anonymous. So it means Love the world. You. Thank you so much. And it it does really help us. It really does. Because, guys, we want to do this, like, full time. Think if you could have this, like, two or three times a week. Yeah. Like, different things. And you could have tea time, which you should definitely come to tea time. <laughs> Just saying. Tea time TV, try-ons, behind the scenes, like, Guys, we want to give you all of it. And, like, think about, like, all the trips we could take with your money. (laughs) (laughs) No, but really, please help us. (laughs) But, yeah, okay, continue. No, it really means the world. It really does. Um, It just, like, motivates us even more. Yeah. To keep coming up with ideas. And it's a lot of trial and error for us, so we're still new at this. Mm -hmm. Um, The next supporter, I want to shout out uh, Brian. But I can't pronounce your last name, but you know who you are. So <laughs> thanks from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you so much. Truly, it does mean a lot. Yep. Thank you again. Amazing. Um. So I do have a recommendation this week. Yes, Queen. Um. When I was on my road trip, I actually went to the movies and saw Violet Night. So it's like a upgraded, darker, more violent version of Die Hard. Oh, which I've never seen. Yeah. And I was like, damn, it's called Violent Night for a reason. It's a very violent movie. Really? Yeah. Like Santa, vigilante Santa killing people violently. Okay. That's up your alley. Highly recommend. That does if you don't like violent alley. movies, do not watch it because there is a lot of blood and body parts. Uh, yeah. But that was better than I thought it was. And Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I'm always going to defend Die Hard as a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. even though Bruce, Bruce Willis came out and said, no, it's not. Well, fuck you. So, yes, it is. We said Bruce Willis, fuck you twice today. We did in our tea time and our tea now. Time and here. Because it's, it's a Christmas movie. Important. Yeah, I agree with you. We'll have to take a poll if Die Hard's a Christmas movie or not. I'm just going to agree is. because everyone seems to think it is. So I'll have to watch it and decide for myself. But, you know, if you guys say it, I'll believe you. Yep. So go check out Violet Night. Every year I'm like, you know what? 
it's the month of December. I'm going to watch those cheesy Christmas movies. And I just never do them. So I apparently just go watch vigilante guys just killing people on Christmas Eve. It's Would fine. you ever be a vigilante? I think about it sometimes. If it was like purge style? Say like, what if like someone murdered your family? Do you think that you would go and murder like other people back? I don't know. I don't know either. I would maybe support a vigilante though. Support, yes. Yeah. But only if they were going after really bad people. So. Do you have any wrecks? Yeah, I'm pulling from the back, back, back. But it's The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. And it is about this human girl, Jude, who lives in Fairy, and her relationship with Cardin and his little court. And he's a prince, and they have this very tempestuous relationship. If you like fairies, if you like, if you like, if you liked Teeth by Holly Black, it's very good. And if you like Enemies to Lovers, and murder and like plot twist and you'll like cruel prince the whole series is fantastic so yay that's my recommendation for today because i'm lazy and i have not been reading that much and i've been watching a lot of emily in paris i like how yours is all like nice and fairy like and mine's like sad at killing people yeah i mean but like i i mean i i've watched like sad movies i just don't recommend them because i'm me i like happy things Happy I used to like sad stuff. I don't like it anymore. I don't like sad stuff. I need stuff with a happy ending. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like it. Yep. My life is sad enough. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I hear ya. I'm just in, I'm just stressed about money. That's about it. But yeah. Damn. Okay. Ready to get into our topic today? Yes. What Ooh. is our topic today? <laughs> I found this article on BuzzFeed. And it's um, called, Women are sharing things they won't do for a guy unless they're dating. And as someone who's terrible at establishing boundaries, I needed this. And it is by Maya Ogolini. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Ogolini or Ogolini? Whatever. Don't come at her. Don't, don't at me. Thanks. Um, and it says, Boundaries and relationships are important, but have you ever set a boundary with someone before things get serious? Hmm. I think this is, I think this is good. I think this is a good thing to talk about because we were just telling our one friend, don't do wifey duties on a side chick budget. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with it. I do. I've been that person. I've been that person too. Mm -hmm. I did that with my ex-husband. All right, but I'm going to out you here. <laughs> I did. And he said something like, well, let's like date, but like not call it that. Oh, when you were first dating. Yeah, when we were first dating. And I was like, no. <laughs> I went along with it for a while. And then I was like, no, it doesn't matter how many cookies you bake or how many, how, how many corsets you wear or whatever, how much you fuck. You have to have respect for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I had to establish a boundary and be like, mm, I'm out. Yeah. For it to get serious. And I'm glad that I did. And if he's not serious about you and he lets you walk away, there's your answer. Yep. So anyway, let's get into it. 
Number one. Number one is go to family holidays or meet their family in general. I'd maybe not even meet friends unless you're officially dating. And that is by Reddit user. You not doing that. How do you I, about this? I would not want to meet the family unless we were officially dating because mm-hmm. I think meeting parents is terrifying. Yeah. And it's a big, it is a big step. It's like when you step. meet someone's parents, it's a big step. Mm-hmm. I think I've, yeah, I mean, there have definitely been guys that I've, like, dated. Well, let's put it this way. My mom family. meets everyone because it's my mom. But yeah. if, like, you meet my dad, mm-hmm. that means you're important to me. Yeah. Is when you get, like, to meet him. Well, Lex and I always joke that for most families, it's the dad that you have to worry about. But, like, our dad, it was just, like, smoke a doobie with him and <laughs> talk some shit and, like, you're in. It's, it's a mom. It's Betty who's, like... She's the one to impress. And my sister. Like, we both are tough. So, yeah. Meeting the family. That's a big step. I'm t- I've been tough on, like, all my brother's, like, girlfriends. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. They're like, you're, you're, like, sister's a bitch. And I'm like, that's my little brother. I'm mm-hmm. just protective of him. Mm-hmm. And there's reasons why you guys haven't made it. So, yeah. he's married now. But yeah. yeah. And they're great. Yeah. Yeah. So, I agree with that. And also, like, the holidays thing. Well, I would say, wouldn't you want to meet their friends? Because sometimes when you meet someone's friends, it does reflect, like, who they are. Friends, yes. You have to see how they, like, for me, I want to see how you interact with your friends. Friends, yes. Family, not unless we're serious. Yes. But remember that guy, you're going to know who I'm talking about right away. And I hope you do, too. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) You ass. His name is, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You're going to (laughs) know. We were dating for like a few months and I think I met his roommate and that was it. And I was like super into him and he just like kept canceling on me. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. And like, I would like bring him like coffee cake to his house and like write poems and just like, I was so all in. Yeah. And you're like, oh, guess who canceled on me again? Yeah. Because wanted to be like, oh, he's too hungover. Yeah. 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 He was yeah. hungover a lot. Yeah, and I his mom that. was around and like, he was like, I'm just like not there yet about like introducing me to her. I don't think I met a single one of his friends. But you sometimes, still do my Instagram stories. You know who you are. But sometimes they're so confusing. Like I went out with this guy where I met his friends and mm-hmm. who he considered his family because he wasn't very close with his family. His family mm-hmm. is very dysfunctional. And I met his like, I'll say family friends that were mm-hmm. important to him, but yet he couldn't commit. Okay. I, I don't get it. I have a lot to say about this because I think that men will show you off to their family way before a woman usually do. I think that it's like, I don't think they think about it the way we do. You know what I mean? Are they, well, not according to that guy you just named. I'm just not there yet. Yeah, he, I just, I think he just wanted to fuck and that was like it. And I was just there for that, you know? And he was like, wow, she's so different. Like, she's got tattoos and, like, she got, like, piercings and she's, like, different and she's, like, poetic and dramatic and, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I am. Like, I'm all of that. Yeah, and you sent me, like, a friend request on Facebook, like, a year later. I'm like, I met you one time. (laughs) Yeah, so weird. Yeah, he's just, yeah. I mean, honestly, this is after 
leaving my ex-husband. It was very rough. I dated a lot of guys and probably did a lot of things that I wouldn't do now. Like if I were to see him on a dating app now, I'm sorry, probably not. <laughs> Is it swipe left? I don't, I think it's swipe left. Is, Is it, it swipe? I don't I know. Think so. I can't I've remember. been in on dating app in I years. I use Hinge now, but yeah, I mean, it was just a rough time for me. And I think I was just putting everything into relationships. My dad was sick. Things with my ex, you know, were gone and things were just really confusing. So, but yeah, I never met any of his uh, family. So I did the opposite. I met the guy's family and he was just would never use the term boyfriend, girlfriend. I never knew what we are, what we were. It was just so confusing. I hate that. I hate, I hate that. So obviously we didn't last. The worst. Well, it's he, we dated, he, you know, broke up. Mm. I'm going to quote broke up. And then because he wanted to get back with his ex. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, and then she probably dumped him again. Mm -hmm. And then he came running back to me and mm. then I gave him a second chance mm -hmm. and then he ran away again. I've been on both ends of this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on both ends of this and neither is good. So I felt bad for you. I've been him. And uh, yeah. But I put a lot into Shit. it. Like, yeah, I put so much into it as well. Yeah. And I think maybe because I put too much into it. Sometimes when you put too much into it because you really yep. feel the person, they start like pulling away. And that's what they did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to be aloof sometimes. Be aloof and don't give them much until, like, you're committed. No, like, which is fine. It was, like, four or five years ago or something. Yeah. But I – Yeah, but now I look back and be like, damn, Montana, you are so stupid. I know. Like, why are you giving him so much? And then he was just like, nope. Because when we feel, we feel. Yeah. Hey, but no bad luck. I wish she's doing well. He's happy, whatever. No bad feelings. Yeah. A lot nicer than I am. Well, it's bad juju, I think. So, if you're listening to this podcast, hope you're doing great. Number two, I wouldn't do anything that more than slightly inconveniences me. If it's casual, then so is my effort. And that is from Reddit user Late Night Cheesecake Nine. Late Night Cheesecake Nine and I are probably going to be friends. <laughs> 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 means they probably eat cheesecake late at night too this was, oh. i mean we've all been there so uh. a cheesecake into a movie theater and ate it with my fingers okay um, i've never done that not even mad about it <laughs> hey do what you gotta do do you see that uh was it a tiktok where she put all her snacks in a fake pregnant belly <laughs> no but that's amazing <laughs> i would definitely do yeah. that like i'm pregnant yeah, and it was like a styrofoam, like pregnant thing, and then she had all her snacks in there. See, that's what's up. But what's really funny is when you start taking shit out, and people are like, what? "It's dark. No one's listening, True. watching, whatever." But this, this kind of goes into what we were just talking about. Like, you can't if it's casual, then your effort should be casual, right? Like, I feel like so often, especially like with you, me, and the woman we know. Even if it's casual, we're like giving and giving and giving with the hope of getting something back. Well, you can't go a mile for someone if they're not going to move like a millimeter for you. I'm going to bring up Crazy Ex-Girlfriend again. Remember her song, Love Kernels? Yeah. Did we, we talked about this. Yeah. Well, it's still true. Love Kernels. Yeah. Bread crumbing. 
Yeah, it's the same thing. Like, wow, babe, you smell so good and you're so sweet. Like, oh my gosh, like anyone would be like so lucky to have you. Okay, then what are we? What yeah, is I'll, this? Hey, my friends canceled on me. Do you want to hang out? <laughs> yeah, that I was like, fuck you, Josh Chan, piece <laughs> of shit. Anyway, I I used to to be the one that put everything into it, you know, like here's this and here's this and let me bake you the cookies and let me write you all the poetry and the letters and like try to infuse you into my life. And now I'm just like, I mean, you got to fight for me now because I have been wounded and hurt and I have so many walls up. So if you're trying to get in, if you're trying to be in a relationship with me, you better actually mean it because I'm not putting up with shit. Nope. So that's where I'm at with it. Too old. Yeah, well, and too wise, really. That's fair. It's yeah. better than old. Yeah, I don't think we're old. I think we're going to be 80, and I don't think we're going to be old. Probably still be doing podcasts. We're going to be like those 80-year-olds that should not be doing, like, things 80-year-olds should be doing. Listen, I'm going to wear mini skirts when I'm an 80-year-old woman with purple hair, and I'm probably going to squeeze some guys' butts. And they'll be, they'll be like, like she's old. It's okay. Exactly. I cannot <laughs> wait for the time. I'm going to be such a crazy old lady. I'll be like, you're such a fucking bitch. And they'll be like, she has dementia. And I'll be like, no, I don't. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be fucking great. Okay, this one's, I like this one. Okay, number three, buy them expensive things. Oh, my God. Truth. I have not bought anything expensive unless I've been with someone officially, though. That's smart. I've dropped money, yes, but I've never bought something expensive. I did in my, like, late teens, I think. I, like, got a book that was, like, I think, like, a first edition or something, and it was really expensive. And what do you know? A month later, we were broken up. I knew I shouldn't have given it to you. I shouldn't have given it to you. Should have fucking kept it, even though it wasn't in English. Intent. <laughs> I don't care. You probably know who you are because you talk a lot of shit on you on this podcast. I don't fucking care. You're an asshole. Anyway. Also, I just want to go on the record and say that not all my exes are assholes, but I have dated a lot of assholes, as have you. Yep. I am amicable with my ex-husband for instance like we're good i like him too yeah and i was friends with one of my exes but then friends with benefits and things got sticky and go check out not friends the podcast a couple episodes ago yeah we're not Does friends with benefits work i mean my karma is not being friends with him anymore because that sucks yeah but anyway so, no, I don't hate all my exes, but I dated a few really shit dudes, and I should not have spent money. So, okay. Are we ready for number four? Yes, please. It says, spicy bedroom stuff involves major feelings or the potential to catch feels. I did it before. Won't do it again. Also, it's way hotter slowly falling into that type of stuff in a secure, loving relationship. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm silent because I have to, like, think about it. Yeah. Mm. Do you think it kind of just depends? I think it depends. I think it does, too. I mean, yeah. This is such, that, that one, this one's a great one. Yeah. I mean, I was with someone for, like, a while before we ever tried anal, and I hate anal. I'm just going to put it on the record. Yeah, I, I said hate that anal. last time. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. But, I don't know. just depends. I do think that, like, 
the whole, like the tension and like the waiting is really sexy though. I do think that part is yes, mm-hmm. like the build up. Yeah. Yes. It's very sexy. I so agree. I agree with that. Part. I also am a believer. This is my opinion. We talked about a long time ago. I don't think you should sleep with someone on the first. Day. Oh, I'm with you on that. I. Agree. It happens. Yes, but there's no build up there. It's like okay, now what? Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I love when the sexual chemistry is like building and building and building and then boom. Yeah. I love it too. It's kind of like, don't rush it. You know, like there's like, that's what I kind of had to learn. Like you don't have to rush everything, you know, like some things it's kind of nice to take your time. I don't know. It's, it's tough, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with that. Like for someone I think is worth it. Like someone mm-hmm. that I like, then yes, I want to take my time with you. Yeah. Agreed. So that's just my opinion. No, I agree with you. You know me. I I take my time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, five. Oh, and that was by you, Cray K. Or Cray K. Sorry. Um, Number five is... Um, If we were not officially in a relationship, I would not come to them in my time of emotional need or if there was a crisis, basically. I'm not going to lean on someone in my time of need unless I know that they are strong enough to support me first. I do kind of agree with that. That is fair. Yeah. And then sometimes I think you don't mean to and it happens. And I think when it happens, it says a lot about the other person, how they handle it. How they react. Absolutely. And if they handle Mm -hmm. it well, then that's definitely someone that I think is a keeper Mm -hmm. or takes you seriously. Mm -hmm. And someone that like, I can't handle this Mm -hmm. and leaves. And there's your answer. I will say like, I talk about him a lot, but I don't care. My ex-husband... My family all joke that he handled me very well. <laughs> wow, fans. I know. Damn. I mean, they, we, whatever. But I'm a very moody individual. And I, I mean, I have, bipo- I, I have bipolar disorder. And that can send me into really low lows. And, you know, he, he really, he learned. He really did. He learned how to cope with it. And he learned how to be there for me. And that sometimes there's not much you can do except just hold on to the person you love and just let them cry. So, yes. And and I have had that where, like, I mean, the one guy we were talking about earlier, like, I think he saw me have, like, a bit of a spiral. And he, like, pulled back, like, very hard after that. And that made me feel very unsafe about being vulnerable. Because this is something that you should feel safe. Like, I don't want to feel feel bad about my bipolar disorder. I don't want to feel bad about being emotional. Like I'm high maintenance. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I don't care. But you know what? I give a lot too. So I agree. If you do lean on someone too soon, I think it can make them back away. However, if it can also bring you closer. So it's really just like, how do you feel about this person? And is it going to break your heart if they pull away? Yeah. So I mean, and sometimes it just happens. Mm-hmm. Like, what if, like, you lose somebody? And yeah. it's like, some things, when I first start dating someone, I try mm-hmm. to lean on my friends if something happens. Yes. But then when something big happens, you're just a wreck as it is. Mm-hmm. So everyone's, like, around you is mm-hmm. going to be a part of that. And yeah. so, like, it literally depends on how they handle it. Yeah. I think we've both had a, a few traumatic events in our lives. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when the person I was with when I had cancer handled it very well. Mm-hmm. Like, he slept in the hospital bed with me, like, yeah. for my surgery. Like, he handled it very well. Right. And he was there to, like, comfort me and everything. So, that was truly important to me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I don't know if I was with someone else, like another person, they would have handled it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I was with that person at the right time, I believe. Yeah. To get me through that. Yes. Because that was very traumatic. Yeah. Yep. So, and we weren't dating that long either. Maybe mm-hmm. six months, seven months mm-hmm. like that. Like, it, you know. Yeah. He didn't even say I love you yet. You yeah. know, we didn't. So. Yeah. Yeah. The guy I was dating when my dad passed away was a rock. He really was. So I do give him a lot of credit. I mean, he really was an amazing person and he is an amazing person and he really did handle it very well. So props to him. It was hurtful, however, and I'm sure that you can relate to this too, to find how many people did not reach out, did not care, friends, family, exes, really? whatever. Do we- Don't you have that when you had cancer? Did you like not have people reach out and it hurt? Um, I, I also kept it very private. Ah, well. I Mine was, yeah, I think mine was pretty private. And then I think when I like posted like a one year cancer free, yeah. everyone was like, what? Yeah. And I, cause I kept it to myself other than like a really close knit. That's understandable. Yeah. I mean, mine obviously was very public and very traumatic cause yeah, you know, that's that's a, a death in the family. He, he was also extremely well known. And I remember like getting upset with people for not even reaching out. Like I was pissed. See, that I don't understand. I don't either. I know that sometimes people don't know what to say. And sometimes all you can say is, hey, I'm really sorry. I'm here. Mm-hmm. And that's all you need. But not reaching out at all makes you look kind of like an asshole. So, sir. Or even if it's like, hey, if you need anything, just Mm -hmm. let me know. (laughs) I'm laughing at this next one. What's the next one? Let's do something more less depressing, please. This is much less depressing. Okay, read it, read it. Number six is cook for them. I think cooking is one of the most intimate things you can do for a loved one. No way in hell I would put effort to create something delicious for a fuck boy or some situationship. And that is by Peony Dairy. Agreed. I hate cooking. Let's just get it out here, guys. I hate it. I hate cooking, but I've also been that person that gave everything and made breakfast and dinner, and I'm just like, you know what? No. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I cooked a lot in in my long relationship, Um, and I remember I cooked for my last ex for his birthday. I made him, like, this pasta with chopped vegetables and, like, fresh cheese and a salad and I think I made um like cupcakes or something so yeah I understand the baked goods and I understand like every once in a while I think it's also fun to cook together but like when I cook something it makes me feel like a housewife and that's like I can't stand that feeling see I hate that feeling it's so funny because when I was with my ex-husband I, like, told my mom, like, I want to be a 50s housewife. Like, I wanted to, like, oh, clean no, the house and do no. the do the meals and, like, stay at home. And, like, but then I started to become that. And I was, like, oh, I don't like this. Nope. I really don't like that. And I'm not that person. I'm really just not that person. Like, yes, I like dressing up and I like making baked goods. And, like, I like lipstick and, like, makeup and I like dresses. But I'm also very independent. Like, you and I both are. We're free spirits 
And it made me feel kind of confined. Not that he did. I was doing it to myself. I was putting myself in that situation, but it made me feel so stifled and I hated it. Plus I hate cooking. I hate cooking too. I'm like, can we just like order food and just eat it on the couch and watch TV? Exactly. I love that. I, yeah, I hate cooking. Mm -hmm. And when I have to do it, like for someone else and like, it just makes me feel like a housewife. I feel yeah. Okay, this one's interesting, and I'm kind of curious about how you feel about this. Okay, so seven is text good morning and good night, and that's from Wish to Be Concise 403. Okay, I love good morning and good night. Me too. I have had fights about it. I, oh, so for, like, my relationship, the one that was with me with cancer, like, I would be the one that always was good morning because I always fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So he would text me good night, knowing like I fell asleep, and then mm-hmm. I would text like good morning the next day. So mm-hmm. it became our thing because you know girls are like, well, he didn't text good morning. Should I text yeah. good morning? Should yeah. I text first? It's mm-hmm. all a game. So I took charge of it, and I started doing it every single mm-hmm. morning. It's nice to have that power, but I also I really love good morning and good night texts. I get really upset when I don't get them. I do too. In a committed relationship, I want a good morning and a good night, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't have to be the first. I mean, you don't have to be the first person to say good morning. Sometimes if I wake up earlier, I'll say good morning. If I'm going to sleep first, I'll say good night. But it should be an expected thing. I, I shouldn't agree. hear, yeah, I shouldn't hear from mm-hmm. you at 1 p.m. Like, what are you doing? Where the <laughs> fuck you been for the past five hours, motherfucker? <laughs> Excuse me? You think I'm going to reply to this? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, and I enjoy when they're... They tell you why they're not going to text for a while. Hey, I'm going here and like, it's going to be super busy. So my texting is going to be like slow or, Hey, I had this event, like just keeping you updated or like while you're on hold for like five hours. But the fact that they tell you why, like, I think that is so respectful. So respectful. And I try to do that myself. Yeah. But that's just me. I I just think it's very respectful. Mm -hmm. Especially if you are in like a committed relationship or even if you're getting to know someone, I think it's respectful. I just think it's respectful in general. I mean, it is. Yeah. If you're having a conversation with someone and you just drop off for hours, yeah, that's going to give me anxiety. Mm-hmm. If, if like I'm on the receiving end and I'm like, well, where did you go? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, and of course I've done that myself too. Like I'll turn off my phone or I'm at work or I get distracted. And then I'm like, oh my God, Hey, I'm really sorry. But I try to, like, get ahead of that. Like, my friend and I were just talking, and I was like, hey, I can't respond right now. I'm doing the podcast. I will listen to your voice the most after. Mm -hmm. And I'll do that to other people. I'll be like, hey, I can't respond right now. I'm at work, but I will respond later. I mean, I do that with your voice memos. Hey, I can't listen. All right. Or I'm like, hey, is this okay to listen to out loud? And 99% of the time, I'm like, nope. I know. So it's like, oh, I'm going to have to wait. Because your voice memos. A little crazy. So, right. yes, just tell us what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just fucking manners. It's polite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had someone was like, hey, I'm going to the bar with some friends. My texting is going to be slow. I was yes. like, that is okay because you mm-hmm. let me know. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right, ready for number eight? 
Yes, ma'am. Says, I wouldn't become official with anyone when I hadn't met their family and they'd be offered the same opportunity. Don't get me wrong. I'm not introducing anyone to them. Just those who we are talking to about moving our relationship forward and becoming official, etc. For me, it's an experience thing. Those partners who've screwed me around were often putting barriers in between our friends, family, social lives. And looking back, I realized the way they behave would be frowned upon by them. That kind of goes into the first one. Underscore Yalen. Yeah, I think it's a bit sus if they don't want to introduce you to their friends and family. And I think we kind of did cover that. But it is interesting, the barriers thing. Because I've definitely had... I have put out barriers with certain people that I'm dating. Or sleeping with. If it's just, like, the friends with benefits. like, Like, they would sometimes be like, stay over. And I was like, absolutely not. No. Or, like, can I stay over? And I'm like, nope. I don't really even like that unless we're, like, dating. And then, like, sure. But, like, I treasure my time in my bed. No, if we're officially together, yes, you can stay over. Mm -hmm. But I have kicked people out. Like, I've done the, hey, it's getting late. Mm -hmm. I need to go to bed. Yeah. Because I don't want you to sleep in my bed with me. Yeah. That's, like... But remember I left the guy who did that to me? Yes. <laughs> got an early meeting in the morning. I got a meeting tomorrow. I was like, sir, I am far younger than you. And I'm hot. But it's fine. AKA, get the fuck out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. And he never came back. Anyway. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. Sometimes I'll like comment on things and message and I'm like, I mean, do you want it? Probably. I'm just kidding. But yeah, I, I don't know. It was such a turn off. Like, ooh, I got an early morning. Bye. I am not afraid to walk away. That's one thing I'll say for myself. Not afraid to walk away. Ever. You can't beat self-respect. Mm, no. I mean, look back on all these relationships I've had. My ex-husband, I left. Like, I, I, like well, obviously, the marriage ended. But before that, I left, and then we got serious, and then... You know, I've had relationships where things were kind of rocky and I'm like, hey, I'm out if things don't change. And that's fine if they don't. But, like, don't expect When you get a, a Liz email, you know, <laughs> you know that shit is serious. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, some thoughts or like, hey, like, this is where my mind is at. Or like, we, I kind of want to get this off my chest. And you're like... Yeah, it's like Liz. From, <laughs> yeah, email from Liz. Yeah. yeah. That's what Lexi and I used to joke about. When we'd get a letter from mom, we were like, fuck. And now I've become her. <laughs> I do it too. Okay. This one, 100% agree with. Nine, not use condoms. And that is by mouse and pen. Oh, agree. Agree. Have I slipped up? Of course. What you don't you don't like condoms? I hate condoms. We all hate condoms. Do I use them? Yes, of because course. I'm not on birth control. But that's for health reasons. But when I was was on birth control, I wasn't the best at using them. But you like you were you were not like burnt out just like having a bunch of one night sleep. No, I wasn't. No, yeah, you were usually like talking to someone in a situation or something. Yeah. So, I think that's a little different. Like, you're, like, kind of seeing the same guy. If I was to have, like, a one-night stand, yes, I will use protection. Right. That's what I mean. Like, usually, like, you, like, know these guys and you're, like, involved in some type of way. Yeah, but even we weren't official. I know. I still didn't use them. I mean, 
I get that. Sometimes I didn't either. So <laughs> it's fine. But I'm also very paranoid. So I get tested like often because yeah. I'm always, I mean, I got tested like three times last year. So I was so paranoid. I don't blame you. I think more people should freaking get tested. I know. Especially if you're not like, you know, anything against going out, having like sex and time of your life. But I think more people should get tested. Yes. And also like no hate to people with STDs. Like no. if you have like an STD, like a, like a chronic STD, you know what shit happens? Like one in three people have HPV and it is what it is. And it's fine. I'm not trying to hate on you at all. I'm just trying to let's 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 all wrap it up a little bit more if we're yeah. not official. I do agree with that. Okay, this is interesting. This one says 10, let them see my bedroom. It's just a standard bedroom, but it is my space. Aliens not allowed. And that was by Crazy Irina. Kind of like that one, but I do not abide by it. I am I don't care if they see my bedroom. I don't either. I mean it's I'm, not it's not as like a sacred place to me. I'm pretty open with my space. They can see it, but that doesn't mean they're going to be sleeping there with me. Right. I think you're with me on that. Yeah. No. So, um, okay, this one. It's kind of funny. What? <laughs> 11 is just fart by... That's Sav it? Fart? Nana. Yeah. Sav Nana Nana. Yeah. Fart. Fart. Um, I don't fart. <laughs> 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 I never do. I actually don't know what that is. What does that word even mean? Um, never heard of pooping. What's that? <laughs> Girls don't fart. Come on. Moving on. <laughs> no, I mean. But with your, with like, it's so funny. Because we talk about farting all the fucking time. You'd be like, dude, I had a hole in the fart so bad. Like giving this massage. Yeah. But not with men. Oh, no. I don't know. Do you? Hmm. The person with, um, I'll call him my cancer boyfriend, um, talk about pooping a lot. Hmm. I, mean, every I think it just depends on different. the purpose. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny because, okay, some couples will like pee or whatever with the- I know couples that'll be like mm-hmm. pooping with the doors open. Pooping okay. with the doors open. That, yeah. okay. No. Agreed. So part of never, some of that at least needs nope, to be never. like boundaries and mm-hmm. sacred. Like mm-hmm. you, you can know what I'm doing. Yes. You can't watch what Absolutely I'm doing, not. and I can know what you're doing. And there's no way I want to watch it. No. I don't understand mm-hmm. those couples. No, I just feel like it, that is the that's the ultimate int- intimacy killer. Mm-hmm. Let me just say this: I had been with my ex husband for about four or five years when we were on our honeymoon. And I accidentally forgot to lock the door. I, I wasn't not pooping or farting, guys. <laughs> I was just going, going. And he like opened the door and I was like, get out! <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. First time he had ever seen me in the bathroom in five years. In five years. Because it, it, should be a, it should be a sacred thing. That's the sacred place. That's the sacred place. Like, I want to be close mm. to you, but I don't want to just ruin intimacy by yeah. watching each other go to the bathroom. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And, but you know what's annoying is, like, men, like, fart all the time, and they think it's so funny. Guys, it's not funny. <laughs> it's a it, little funny. <laughs> but it's not funny. <laughs> it just depends, I guess. Like, I don't know. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it's not. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm such a 
fucking toddler when it comes to I don't think sometimes. it's funny when I'm like a victim of it. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, You're like really just, like, you couldn't like just like, like do it over there. Yeah. But yeah, my dad used to do it all the time. He would Dutch oven us all the time. Oh my god. So gross. <laughs> but like guys think it's so funny. Cause like fart. <laughs> I mean fart jokes and poop jokes, they're funny and I they, if they have... still like immature. Everyone laughs at it. Yes. Oh my god, there's so many of these left. But if but I don't think that there's one on this that says this but i'm gonna ask you have you ever popped anyone's zits no mm. that's a yes for you isn't I it i have and that is definitely super intimate and i would never do that for anyone less any very serious okay one person. you're not supposed to pop them i'm just gonna throw that out there say you liked it. i work at a spa with estheticians i'm just saying i know trust me i i learned my lesson <laughs> Uh, I I don't know if I've also ever been asked to pop a zit. If it was like for a friend, I'd be like, yeah, sure, come here. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been asked. Mm. (laughs) Who are you talking about? No. Figures. Figures. (laughs) Okay. So this one says, anything that would alter or permanently alter my day-to-day other personal relationships, siblings, friends, parents, kids. So no loaning money, no holidays, no meeting kids for at least six months of serious dating. Same for family. No moving in together before a year. No getting them a job where I work, etc. And that's by outspoken underscore sleuth. Um, I don't want to work with a significant other. Absolutely not. I don't know how people do it. I've seen them do it. I've seen them fight all the time. Yeah, it's not a good idea. You're with them like Mm -mm. 24-7. Does not help. Mm No, and I mean, I've done it before in the past. And when you break up, you're like, well, this is awkward. And if I did have kids, I probably wouldn't introduce them but i don't think some things need a time limit on them i don't i don't think things need a time limit either yeah i mean i've met like i've met so many couples that are like we met knew we were for each other instantly got engaged three months later and were married at six see i love that i do too i love that i love that too i don't think there should be a timeline i don't either i do understand no jobs and like kids stuff i definitely understand but like you gotta you gotta let them in a little bit, right? Oh, this one's one where you just talked about let someone stay overnight. Absolutely not, unless we're dating. Yeah. No. Okay. This one I feel very passionately about. So, fourteen um, is share my food. We would have to be strong in our relationship for me. Ooh, let's start that over. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of yes, no. Okay. <laughs> Okay, 14. Share my food. We would have to be strong in our relationship for me to let you eat from my plate and touch my food. And that is by Jezebel Sub. Okay, listen. I'm Joey from Friends. Like, I don't, I do not share food. Me too. No, absolutely not. You better ask. Especially if it's like something really good. Like, I don't eat that much junk food. I'm a very healthy person. So if they're like, can I have a piece of that? I'm like, that means like less for me to eat. So Mm -hmm. no, you can have like this carrot. Yeah. But like, I do, I hate sharing food. Mm-hmm. Me too. You can at me for that, but I hate sharing food. Will I share food? Yes, but I'm not happy about it. My whole family is always like, wait, Liz let you, Liz let you have some of her food? Damn, that's serious. And I'm like, yes, it is. You're welcome. I do not like sharing food. I don't either. It's mine. He's like, Joey doesn't share food. I feel the same way. Get away. It's mine. 
Number 15, this says, and frankly, if it's only dating and not an actual relationship, I'll put in some effort to talk. And I'm a very honest person, so I'll show interest and share my feelings, but I will not divulge personal information or talk about past trauma. I need to feel safe with someone before being able to truly open up about my past. I do agree. I, I'm very private about my past. Yeah. And like, obviously things that go on in my life, like cancer and stuff. I'm mm -hmm. a private person. Yeah. But I am also a very good texter. Me too. I am a very good texter. Same. So in my we text, are. we text a lot because we're besties, bitch. Duh. No. But yeah, I'm just a good texter with everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously, I have my moments where I'm like at work and I don't text and I can't stuff yeah. like that. Or we're doing the podcast. But I texting, unfortunately, is a big. Um, this is it's our commute. Hold on, it's the main mode of communication. Yeah. It's the main mode of communication these days. So the main for me, mode. it's important that you are a good texter mm -hmm. because that's the only way we're communicating on mm -hmm. a daily basis. And that's unfortunately how you kind of get to know someone these days. It, it is. And it's interesting because like when someone's like, I'm not a good texter. I'm like, how the fuck do you communicate then? That's how we do it. But you ever notice it'd be like, I'm not a good texter. But when you're with them, they're always on their fucking always phone. Always on their fucking phone. Red flag. Yep. Red fucking flag. Been there. Um, there's definitely some things in my past that I find it very hard to talk about. And I probably will never go into full detail about some of those experiences because it's just too painful. But, um, yes, th there comes a point when I'm like, Hey, I need to tell you some things. And I mm -hmm. kind of open up about like, you know, sexual trauma. And it's always a little scary being open and honest about my bipolar disorder because people can be uh, kind of shitty about it sometimes. So that's always a scary one to open up about. And the sexual trauma, I've had guys get like real sketchy and weird about it. Like, I don't know what, I, I don't know what they think, but yeah, that's not something that I'm going to mention in like a casual relationship. Like that's something I have to be like, I, I have to be very, I'd have to trust you a lot in order mm -hmm. to open up about that. So I do agree with that. That's not something I'm going to talk about often. So that's true. Okay. Some of these are repeating. So I'm just going to go to the next one or the next one after the next one. This one says 17. Preach this. Seriously, preach this. Be loyal and exclusive to them. I'm not loyal unless there's a commitment and I know they're loyal to me. I don't stay up texting them after 12 a.m. until it's official. I'm not going to ruin my sleep schedule for a guy who doesn't even know if he wants to actually be with me. Uh, never again. And that is by TNL or TN Leslie. So true. Fucking 100%. yes. I'm not loyal to you unless, I mean, loyal. I'm not going to be committed to you unless you're committed to me. If we're not like official, I might still be talking to other guys. I probably am because I'm not trying to toss all my eggs into one basket when you're not even sure if we're going to be together. If it's date one or date two, I'm probably not even sure if we're going to be together. So why am I tossing my eggs mm -hmm. all into this basket? And then if it's, if it's longer than that and, and I'm starting to want more, but you're not committing, you know, for damn sure, I'm not going to be exclusive with you, sir. Not until you officially make me your girlfriend 
until then. Nope. Well, it's funny when they're when they're not sure about you, and then like you finally are with someone that is sure about you. Then every all your people come out of the woodwork. Uh-huh. They want what they can't have every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time it's shitty, but they do it. They mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Gross. So yeah, no. Um, PSA to anyone out there who's doing this: don't, don't, don't do this. Don't do it. So I have to say. I mean, and this is not just like hating on men. This is for women as well that treat men like this as well. Like it works both ways. Yes, I agree. It can be man, it can be woman. It can be woman to woman, man to man, whatever. Okay. Okay. I like this one because it kind of goes into one of my whatever you'll you'll understand. 18 is pick up or drop someone at the airport. And this is by creative dash cheetah 1968. True. You want the airport scene. I want my airport scene. (laughs) God damn it. Why is that so hard? Oh, I'm yeah. If we're not officially, I'm not picking you up. No. I remember Maybe because I'm nice, and I'll be like, sure. Yeah. Well, I remember I went to the airport a while ago, and, like, I think someone I was kind of seeing got, like, upset that I didn't ask him to take me, and I was like, I don't want there to be any more expectations or anything. Like, I can get an Uber. It's fine. So, I agree. No airport scene, which is good. I want an airport scene, though. Damn it! I mean, as much as I travel, I'd love an airport scene too. Shit. And let's end this on this because I feel so strongly about this. This one says 21. Let them see me when I'm sick or take care of them when they're sick. And this is by Darth Melon Lord. True. When I'm sick, I like to be just left alone. I didn't let my ex-husband see me sick for like two years. I get I sick just... even when we were living together. I was like, I'm sick. I'm going to stay with my mom. I was like, mom, take care of me. <laughs> I hardly ever get sick, though. Yeah, I get sick really bad, maybe like once or twice a year. But then other than that, I'm fine. I finally caught COVID like two months ago or yeah. something. And it took like this long. And that's like the last time I was sick was like three years ago till oh. I got COVID. Like I hardly ever get sick. But when I do, I feel like shit. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Uh-uh. But if my mom was like, can I bring anything? I'd be like, yes, mom, please. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's different with your mom. But, like, I really don't want to bash on men. I'm really sorry. But, men, you are the biggest babies, babies when you are sick. Really? It's, like, life or death for you. Mm-hmm. Or women, moms, they're, like, mm-hmm. they got to do this. They got to do that. Uh-huh. While they're sick, they still do everything. Yeah. I mean, mostly when I'm sick now, like, I'm, like, okay, I'm going to mask up. I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to get myself Gatorade, chicken noodle soup that I can microwave because I'm not getting near the stove. I'm tired. I'm going to fucking buy myself my own damn Kleenexes, lay in bed, sleep, take care of myself, get the vapor rub, rub it on my own goddamn chest. I'm an independent woman. And when I'm sick, just leave me alone. I Netflix and chill by myself. I Netflix and chill by myself. Yeah, I just don't like to be around anybody when I'm sick, but that's just me. But again, my mom was like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yes, mom, please. Can Um, I have soup? Yeah, being taken care of by your mom is like the best feeling in the world. But I take care of like boyfriends that have been sick oh you know? god but they're just not to bash but they're just the biggest 
biggest babies. Like, it's the end of, I just, That's not just us saying it, though. That's, like, a widely accepted thing. That men turn into complete babies when they're sick. Yeah. I've taken care of a few people when they're sick, and they're absolutely children. It's like, seriously, you have a cough. You're Mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. I had, like, bronchitis, and I went to the store by myself. When I had COVID, I ran nine miles. I was still running. I was, like, still doing stuff I could do, Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, I can't get off the couch. I know. I know. My chest hurts. I know. Guy has a clue. Baby, can you make me some soup and get me some Gatorade? I'm like, I have Gatorade. What kind do you want? The lemon lime. And I'm like, they didn't have it. Get me some lemon lime. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Babies. I'm just like, leave me alone. Leave me in my dark nest of blankets and tissues. And I feel like like if moms didn't have kids, I feel like that's what they would do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. But when you're a mom, sorry, no rest for the wicked. Oh, God. This is another reason for the don't have kids column. Yeah. But I respect all the moms out there killing it. Oh, I have so away. much respect for mothers. I have a few friends that are mothers, and they're all fucking badass. I saw a quote from, like, Seth Rogen where he was like, I don't want kids because it doesn't sound fun. Being a parent, like, doesn't sound fun. Wasn't it interesting, though, that, like, there is a statistic that said that, like, single women are the happiest people in the world. Yeah. And there's another statistic that says that people with kids lie about being happy. And they're actually a lot less happy than people without kids. And, like, it was like they might be more fulfilled, but they're a lot less happy, which I found very interesting. Well, I think you lose your identity. Absolutely. You You're do. just a mom. Mm-hmm. And I know there's been, like, a few women that are like, I'm not just a mom. I'm this. I'm this. Mm-hmm. I'm this. Like, this is my name. And yes. I'm like, you just, you lose yourself. Yeah. hmm I agree. You know, I get a lot of clients that are, like, stressed out, mom, like, well, I'm going to say moms. It's mainly moms. They're just, like, stressed out. And they're like, my kids are driving me nuts. And, like, mm-hmm. this is just my time to be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It doesn't help, too, that there are still people out there that are, like, well, I just, I don't know how to make dinner or I don't know how to change a diaper and I'm not targeting men or women. There are people out there that just do this and that can be a whole other episode, but they're just like, I think, I think you just do it better or they do it so badly that you just like, you're like, fine, I'll fucking do it myself. Cause you don't know what you're doing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's called weaponized. I've done it to my mom. Yeah. It's like, I can't clean that crap. Mm. I'm bad at it. Yeah. But. Listen, because listen, I know you're listening. We all do something. But when I'm actually trying to clean, okay? Yeah. I clean it, whatever. She will go back over it and clean it again. clean it again, yeah. She asked me, she's like, can you help me clean it? Sure. What's Mm -hmm. the point? Because you just go back over everything Mm -hmm. I just did. I don't understand. I'm the clean one, so that's me. (laughs) But no, I, I for sure, like, I mean, like, I have told people, like, I don't cook well. And it's like, I try to cook. And it's like, oh, you really don't. Like, I'm okay with simple things, but I'm not a good cook. And I think I is. can cook if I really try. Have I messed I up stuff? Try. Yes. But I think some stuff comes out, like, pretty decently. 
Yeah, I mean, I gotta try. I'm, I'm much, I'm a much better baker, but uh, yeah, I can't bake. Yeah, but I mean, I make my bed every day, clean my own damn house, walk my own damn dog, pick up shit. You know, my favorite thing when men come in though, they're like, "Yeah, see, me and my wife just had a baby." Like, sir, your wife had a baby. Your wife had a baby. There's no we. Mm -mm. She had the baby. I know. It's like we're pregnant. It's like no, no, she's pregnant. Sorry, that just that's a pet peeve of mine. I'd be like, no, your wife had a baby. I totally get it. Well, shit. That wraps us up for the the list. That was it. That was an interesting list. I thought so too. I think these are kind of fun. Like, cause originally, guys, we were gonna do the Ouija board today, but then Amazon, you know, pushed it back by like a few days, which is fine because I think this episode is interesting. Mm-hmm. And if you like these bud feet articles, uh, dissecting them, just let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think this one like is mom safe, mostly mom safe. I think. I think so. Probably like a one or two out of five on the scale. Yeah. Not a five. Well, Even though I added five. her about cleaning. <laughs> well, I mean, I mentioned anal, but it's always going to be something. When I have her wash my dogs for me, she's like, is your house clean? You need to clean your house. I get it. I'm OCD like that. Hey, I clean my house pretty good when I know someone's actually staying in it. So No, I get it. No, I'm annoying. Like, I... I, I do think I have a little OCD because I can't stand on anything. It's just a little. can't stand. Like, look, I, I just went through all my clothes and I straightened them You come over to my house and you seem, like, relaxed. And my house is always messy. Well, it's your house. It's not my house. My house needs to be clean. Now, if I was, like, having someone, like, super important over, mm-hmm. like, that shit would be cleaned. Bruce Willis. Jensen Ackles. Now, Bruce Willis is on my shit list because he said Die Hard's on a Christmas movie. You gotta come Jensen Ackles. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's cute. No, no. He's gorgeous. He is really hot. <laughs> not my type. Well, no. He's not my type either, he's but there's my... something yeah, about he's him got the that's James just... Dean effect. Ooh. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Hey, I mean, my Supernatural fans know what I'm talking about. And the boys fans. Yeah, man. And now he's on Big Sky, so I don't have to watch that show. Mm. Because he's on the show. But, but I hear it's a good show, actually. Mm. He plays a sheriff. Cool. So... And there's a picture of him on Instagram where he's pointing to a sign and it says Big Sky. And I'm like, oh my God, this is meant to be. I know, Big Sky. He's literally pointing to the sign. That's you. I know. And and it's a J name. Maybe you guys are meant to be. Maybe. Slide into the DMs. Yeah, I mean, he can leave his wife and three kids. It's fine. I mean, sometimes girls gotta do what girls gotta do. Just kidding. I'm not a homewrecker. I don't go after people with boyfriends. Although, Mr. Jensen, sir, your new show, The Winchesters, is not good. So, can you just cancel it, please? They probably will if it's not good. It's not good. And is everyone... it like a spinoff of Supernatural? Yeah. So, so, basically, if you watch Supernatural, he has a parent. His parents are um, John and Mary Winchester. Yeah. And so, the spinoff is when they're, like, teenagers and, like, when they meet. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and it's not good at all. Oh, Acting well, is terrible. That sucks. I know. I knew it wasn't going to be good, mm. but I'm not the only person to think that. There's mm. so many people that are like, yeah, no, the show sucks. No way and not. someone told me they made it like half an episode, how to turn it off the first episode. That's not it's good. not good. That was not good. Just don't ruin a good thing. Just let let it lie sometimes, you know? Just bring bring back Supernatural. Do a Supernatural movie. Just don't, I don't care about John and Mary. Yeah. I mean, I do, but like, 
But like only in Supernatural, not like yeah. a spinoff. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I get it. So that's my tangent for today. I dig it. Um, so as we kind of like teased in here before, we have a couple Patreon tiers now. The first is Tea Time, where we'll be talking about, we'll be spilling tea of this week, whether it's like celebrity or like drama in our own lives or perhaps drama in the world. Like we're just going to be sipping tea and spilling tea. And then we'll have tea time television where we like kind of deconstruct a show. And then what was the other one we were going to do? Tea time. Behind the scenes. Yeah. We're going to do behind the scenes. So behind the scenes will be the tier number two. And then tier one is just tea time where you get like YouTube, YouTube, where you'll get videos of us. Spilling the tea. Spilling tea. I'm looking cute as fuck doing it. Just saying. But you'll finally get to see like our faces to our voices and just how opposite we are. Yeah. I like it. My sweatpants and sweat jackets and you're in your cute little short skirts and shit. That's me. That's me. I gotta be careful how I sit when we're doing tea time. Don't basic instincts, yo. What was that? What? Basic Basic instincts? I've never seen it. You don't have to see basic instincts to know the famous scene. Sharon know. Stone, uh-uh. where she's like in her interview, and then she crosses her leg with like, like you see her, you see up in her. Oh, so she does something like that. Yeah, she has her legs crossed, and then during and then an interview, she, does, like, she, she, yep, she crosses her legs uh, over yes. the other way, yes. and like for that split second. Yeah, and they, all the interviewers are like, "A famous scene." Well, I never saw that, but so I never the, knew a thing. Yeah, I mean, I they probably that. won't complain if you share and stone them, but like, I feel like we should charge more a month if uh, you're gonna. <laughs> Not doing that, guys. <laughs> but we will be doing like behind the scenes and try ons, and we'll just have a lot of fun content for you. And we are so grateful for the generous support that we have received so far. I mean, honestly, you guys are wonderful. Um, please, please feel free to share our podcast. We need more listeners. Please like rate and review. Montana, you want to talk about subscribing and well, like the subscription, but the button, the support button. Oh, wow. (laughs) Blonde. (laughs) Yeah. So just, if you want to support us, we have a support button. Mm -hmm. Um, it gives you a few options. I don't understand why you can't pick how much you want to support, but there's a few options um, that you support monthly. And like Liz mentioned, it we're truly grateful for it. Yeah. And please subscribe to our Patreon or, you know, follow us on Patreon and uh, on YouTube at Bitches Don't Brunch. Our um, Instagram is Bitches Don't Brunch Podcast. Our Facebook is B-T-C-H-E-S, bitches, don't <laughs> brunch podcast. And we have not gotten a single email. So I say the first email we get, we will read on the podcast. We will shout you the F out. Just email us. Well, especially if you have a Ouija board stories. Yes, we for need next week. Ouija board stories for next week. Yeah. And I'm going to be very careful, guys. I'm not, I'm a witch. I know what I'm doing. You do. I do. I'm very safe. Very safe. Probably gonna sage the crap out of this house before our 
uh, I go to bed tonight just because I cleaned it and I like to sage when I clean. Because you move things around? Um, because I think like the act of physical cleaning and then the act of spiritual cleansing like go really well together. Hmm. So, okay. Yeah. You, you're kind of supposed to clean and then cleanse. Whatever. It's a thing. Anyway, I think that wraps us up for today. Yeah. I think that's it, right? I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see you on the next one. We'll see you guys. Bye. Bye.